Hi friends, my name is Jaden, aka Solo Betty, and this is the Sample Size Podcast. <laughs> I called myself Solo Betty because unlike our usual episodes, I'm here alone and my amazing co-host Noel is not with us today, but we have some things to talk about because throughout the night, some new fashion stuff started happening and I was like, oh, I gotta talk about it because a domino effect is happening. And if you know the reference of the episode title, hey, hey, somebody's getting fired. <laughs> um, all our... <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, let's see if I'll keep in the 20 minutes of me laughing at that. Um, <laughs> but... I had to talk and I had to, you know, discuss before I dive into this odd messiness that's happening. Make sure that you are following us on social media, on Instagram and TikTok at Sample Size Media. And make sure you're following both your hosts, me at Jaden Wash on Instagram and TikTok. Maybe I'll post a video at some time. And our amazing co-host who I miss, Noel at Noel WTF on Instagram and TikTok. So Let's talk about the great domino effect of no one being able to keep a job. Unfortunately, you know, I'm scared. A recession is coming in the fashion world. I'm talking about not, we're not going to get into real life. Um, So currently it is May 20th and some more news popped out. So I was like, oh, I see a domino effect. I see some things happening. So we're going to talk about it. Because there has been a lot of creative directors getting fired or, for PR's sake, leaving the brand, being excused, having a mutual agreement to step down. Because, you know, like, you know, when someone big and important loses their job, they often want to help save Grace. So they don't want to be like, hey, oh boy, is he getting out of here? I don't like him no more. They want to be like, oh my God. We decided that things aren't working out, but really it was like a group of people in the office were like, tell that nigga to get his stuff and meet me in the front. They're not respectful at all, mostly. Especially, I don't think this designers I'm going to talk about are getting much respect from the brands just because they are fairly new. And... With creative directors in general, something we talk about often on this podcast, we have seen a lot of change and a lot of weird things happening. Like, you know, what I'm not going to discuss too much is, you know, we've seen um, Jeremy Scott leaving Moschino, but something like that is like, that was like a blow to Moschino and everyone thought very odd. But at least Jeremy Scott has like a strong standing. He's Jeremy Scott. It's not like, oh, what is Jeremy Scott going to do now? It's more so like, what is Moschino going to do without Jeremy Scott? But this batch of unemployed betties april 14th um lan Vaughn announced that bruno their creative director was stepping down you know as they like to say and they were completely changing their house um even what they're like going after um they decided that they would be focusing more so on leather goods this really reminds me of when um Ralph simmons was pushed out or wrestling decided to leave Calvin Klein and Calvin Klein was like, Hey, we're going to focus on panties and t-shirts and some cute jeans occasionally, but it's about the panties and the t-shirts, which that decision is very odd to me because 
the Raph Simmons designs at Calvin Klein and that little like street address. I really was about to like go out in full detail and be like CKW, but I don't have time for that. Basically, if you know if you know it, you know it. But that long, long title was so cute. The designs were cute. The designs, I love the designs. But I was like, sir, who's writing that? Every time I had to write that, I really wanted to die. And then I had to like make sure I'm like, oh, is this the right number? Does the two go go before the five? I know it was it was rude. It was so rude. Anyway, back to the point of this. Monvon decided, okay, we're focusing on leather goods because they also put out a statement saying that is a, over 50% of where their profits are coming from. I mean, like, the girls aren't buying the clothes. He has created some things that, as I'm trying to think about it, I can remember some looks. Can you remember any Lanvan looks within the last four years? Crickets. I, I don't know the answer to that. But him being fired was really, obviously, it's like a blow, you know? He was hired in 2019, and there were some things that were cool, but also a weird thing about his time there is that there has been a rapid change of bosses, you know, succession, now on HBO. Do y'all watch? Never mind. No, not, not going to get into succession. Not going to do it. Um, but as we know, sometimes we like to talk about the creativity of brands and the creativity of the creative director and how much power that they have for the brand. But really, we have to remember that there are some men in suits, maybe a few women, because they don't like them either, that are sitting around a room being like, hmm, how are we making the most money? And do we think this person is going to make the most money? And if they feel like somebody's off or they feel like the brand does not need that person, hey, they get packed up, they out the door. So he started that on April 14th. And then April 25th, it was announced. Next, we saw Charles D. Vermillion, or Yeah, that's how you pronounce it. Um, departing or <clears throat> being kicked out of Rochas, which is like, oh, something's happening. April 14th, April 25th, y'all didn't wait. Y'all were just like, mm, we saw that. The girls, let's let's tell them more stuff. Um, he had only been with the brand for since 2021. And I remember when he was hired because it was a big deal. Charles had um, just graduated in 2019. So he was like absolutely fresh designer, but a designer that had been, you know, pointed out for his talent. You know, he had been like a runner up for like LVMH prize, his art, his um, paintings with on his like garments were something to look at. Um, so he was talented. He is talented. And him going to Roshas was very interesting because if you are familiar with the brand, it's an old brand. It's been around for a long time. And it's one of those things of it's like, close the doors. Yes. But they're like, no, we ain't closing nothing. We just going to hire this super young person and they going to change our life, hopefully. That's what they want. That's what they think. It ain't happen. Charles was able to produce like four collections. And if I'm being honest, while those collections were happening, I heard no noise. Crickets. It's like he was sitting him down an empty runway because nothing was being spoken about. Um, while I'm 
talking about this, I decided, yes, I'm going to go back and look at those four collections right now. Who would I be if I'm, you know, unfamiliar with his work before I start talking about him being fired, right? we got to be a little professional. And the collections were not bad at all. Um, like I said, I was familiar with him when he got hired. So I recognized some of his like signature work that he was putting into that. And it was okay. But I suppose that it just still wasn't doing anything. And to be honest, I don't think that has anything to do with him. The point of these brands hiring young designers is that they hope that the either one, the following that they may have, two, their young eye can really like wake up these old brands. And three, they just are afraid to really shutter the doors. And I feel like maybe to, they should have shuttered the doors or maybe they needed someone with like a bigger name because sometimes you really just cannot, you can't wake up a sleeping giant all the time. You, it's a little hard work, you know, burn the house down, honestly. But since then, there's been like no announcement of anything going on, of anyone taking over. I'm waiting for the announcement that they're, like, that they're going to be like, hey, yo, we out of here. You know, where the money at? Like, nowhere. So we're out of here. But even Charles hasn't announced anything. But that gets, <clears throat> but that kind of starts the like idea of like, okay, what's in it for him next? Because this was his first big job. You know, he graduated in 2019. So that is like amazing for him to get that job right out of graduation, really. But now that he has been fired, it's like, okay, what can he do next? I'm sure with his, you know, design work and even having this on his resume, he will be able to um, find a job within a brand. I truly doubt that we will see him as like the creative director of a brand anytime soon, but I'm sure he will be able to join the fashion team of one. And I hope that for him because he is very talented, like I said. Now let's keep going. Now, this is when things start to get a little bit interesting and things that may have popped up on your timeline more and that you may be more familiar with. So yes, you know, Lan Van losing its creative director and like Rochas losing its creative director. Sad, but it's not as weird as these next two designers. On May 16th, it was announced that Ruji V. Senor was exiting Bali. And if you know, he had been hired in January of 2022 and has only shown two collections. Two collections, and they were like, all right, Dude, you're out of here. BRB, catch you somewhere later. So if you're familiar with Ruiji, he is the creative director of Rude, or the founder, not just creative director. He founded the brand. And Rude is a very successful streetwear brand. And with that success comes a lot of followers, supporters in the celebrity field. We've also seen him at some like cool collabs with other brands. I think he was in... H&M for like, I don't know, two months. Shout out. So he's very successful on his own. So when he was announced as becoming the new creative director of Bali, a long brand that has existed um, and is has a long history of, I would say, more upscale menswear, it was interesting to me. Very interesting. Again, it was that cycle of, okay, young, hot designer, a brand that needs a pick-me-up, 
let's see what happens. And whatever happened, it was not good. So the thing about Ruji's work is him being assigned as a creative director was a big deal for everyone. And May saying everyone is a little exaggerative, but I know it was a huge announcement. And again, people love the brand Rude. So people know of him. He is a person of color. So that is, you know, it is very important when a person of color gets, you know, the creative director of such a large brand. And I say large because um, it is a Swiss brand that's been around for 172 years. It's an old brand. So there's so much history in that. So, of course, there's history of people that don't look like him, don't don't look like me. So having someone at that helm could have done a lot. And I think throughout the times there was some reporting of some disagreements between him and the brand. Um, I know when he created his first collection, a lot of people were um, confused or surprised rather by how much women's wear he was doing. And I think they thought, of course, he, Rude, his, you know, brand that he founded is menswear. It's menswear, it's streetwear. So him designing or creative directing these looks was very surprising because if we're being honest, um, Ruiji has no design history or formal design training, I will say. Because sometimes saying design history is so rude because it's like, okay, yes, you didn't go to school. Maybe like your technical um, understanding is not there, but you can put some thoughts together of what you would like to design, you know? And with your, with the amazing creative team at the brand, he's created some things at Rue that people love. But doing that, I guess, for a streetwear brand maybe was easier because he was founding the brand so what he wanted would be created um not just created it's like he has created the brand identity and he's had a, an amazing community from that but his time at valley was not that um i know he had told vogue that oh they wanted me to like ruin my collection by adding sneakers and him saying that for one i was like oh she be releasing that or somewhere <laughs> someone's going to give your email and be like what the hell did you just say to vogue um because his two collections at bali that we've seen you know the two collections before he got fired it was nothing streetwear adjacent he kept to bali's like swiss luxury holdings and i think that's what excited him about getting the job but the people you know those big people in suits, I think they wanted him to maybe bring some streetwear to the brand, which is so odd looking at their former collections. It's like, what did you, did you expect him to come in and create some like basketball shorts and some like t-shirts and like, you know, a nice bomber jacket and that's it. And, and like some sneakers. It was, it was weird. There was, I truly feel like there was no communication or not enough communication maybe when he was hired, which could be why he's no longer working there. But the thing is, it's this repeated cycle that I just started talking about with, with Charles. You saw, we saw a young, hot designer go somewhere just for his fame and then slowly pushed off the door. 
And it was like they were using him in a way. Because in this time, we saw um, recently a capsule collection with Adrian Brody has started to come out with Adrian Brody like designing the looks or, you know, whatever they say, designing, being the creative director of it. And, you know, when it's to me, Adrian Brody acts. So it's probably like some them presenting some designs to him. And he's like, oh, I like that. I like that. I like that. Maybe I like that. And they're like, you like this? And he's like, do I? And they're like, yes, you like this. It ain't, it's not much work for him to create this capsule collection. Let's be honest. Adrian Brody, I'm so sorry, my man. Actually, am I? No. (laughs) But that announcement of Ruiji being fired, excuse me, I keep saying fired, Show some, Jaden, show some respect. Show some decorum. Um, Him leaving, (laughs) exiting the brand. It's like, that was so odd to everyone. It didn't seem fair. It didn't seem fair. And I'm like, what did you guys not get that you wanted? Or what were the disagreements that you had, that he had with, you know, the business partners in particular? Out of all of them, I feel like I maybe have a better understanding what could have happened, but it's all speculation. All doing a deep dive to kind of understand about the about him, about the brand, and maybe what could have happened with those business partners. Because he is someone who has such a following and people love his work at Rude. Um he has created a community of celebrities and, you know, of people who enjoy his brand. He has <laughs> he has his little fanboys and his collections is some pretty good designs that have come out of Rude. Um, so maybe it's because Bally did not see what sales rising enough over there, or I'm not sure if it's just because they didn't see enough attention. Um, They don't report on actual like numbers, but they did say that sales rose 20% over the time that he was there. So 20% from last year to this year. And I'm not sure what they were expecting. Were they expecting like a 50% raise? Like were they expecting the Tom Ford at Gucci? Like, thing where he kind of like saved the brand from being bankrupt and again this is the problem with old brands deciding okay we're going to take this young hot designer and we are going to assign him to fix our brand and fix our business practice and because because hey he's doing amazing at rude um again I don't know their business model. I don't know how much they're reporting with their numbers, but it seems like they're doing very good, especially with all their collaborations. How many people do you see wearing rude um, celebrities versus like, you know, guys on the street, guys on those like the streetwear, like TikToks and those Instagrams. Y'all be reposting rude. Y'all be in there. Like it's, it's giving idol um, in a way. <laughs> It's, it's, he's giving idol. He's a little, he's an interesting man. I will say that. If you please go to his Twitter, I will say that because he's very one of those, you know, inspirational quote every day. Keep it up, which is cool. We love that. <laughs> we, we love that for you. No shade. But I think 
too much is put on his shoulder and that is completely unfair. And again, they just did not have the proper communication. And I think he he had spoken about the brand and being familiar with the brand from with his um, like grandfather and seeing this brand, you know, as he was growing up. So it's something that kind of, some nostalgia maybe for him. And I think for him, he was like, okay, this is a way for me to show a different side of my ideas. So let's do that. And Bali was like, uh-uh, dude, give me, give me some, some expensive sweatshorts. Some, you know, let's, I want the ballers, I want the basketball players to be wearing this. Get in there. And I'm not sure we saw that. Um, looking at those two collections, they are not bad. They're not bad. I didn't. I didn't say they're bad. Um, <laughs> they're just they're collections that I can see people definitely purchasing. Um, but there is no. There's nothing special about them, to me. But the thing is, I don't say that to be like, yes, he should have been fired. It's like okay, a lot of designers have a rocky start at the beginning, because it's like he probably was trying to find his identity at that brand. What are we going to show? What am I going to continue to show? But if you fire him before he finds that, you're really only shooting yourself in the foot. And again, I think it's not fair. You know, they take the hype of him, but then when they don't see anything fast enough, they're like, okay, get out of here. Next. We don't know who might be next. I don't know. Again, one of the brands that's like, close the doors or maybe you can keep doing capsule collections with like Adrian Brody. Who next? Um, Adrian Brody. Maybe they should do like George Clooney. No, George Clooney is doing what? No, you can do. Do you have enough money to pay George Clooney? That's the thing. How much money do they truly have? Like dolls. Okay. Good luck. <laughs> the next announcement that really is a reason why I was like, Okay, we got to talk about this domino effect because it's weird. So, you know, I started working on this podcast idea, writing this whole script and like preparing for this at 1.45 this morning, May 20th, 1.45. It had been posted all over the interwebs of the fashion Twitter, of the Instagrams that Aunt Ludovic de saint Sony, again, my friend, I'm so sorry if I butchered your name. Again, you know, we don't be saying stuff on this podcast. We just be, I have the ideas, but like, I need a prompter with like phonetically, how to phonetically say things or maybe not how to not phonetically because that's the problem. Um, but he had been given the boot and he'll be exiting on Demela Meester. And that was wild because this person <laughs> he debuted one collection, one single collection at the top of this year. In March, his first collection came out. So if you're noticing, at, once we started from, you know, Bruno with Lan Van, four years, and then we're going down, Ruigi, he had two collections, and now we're at Ludovic with one collection. They said, oh, pack up your stuff and go. And the thing about it is, why? Like, huh? And again, another popular young designer, who, you know, he has his 
namesake brand, which is very popular among the gays, the the, the skinny the skinny girls, the dolls. <laughs> He has a very he's a very popular brand that is sensual, not even sensual, it's sexual and transcends gender, which I often think is so important. So when he was announced as being the new creative director, it was interesting, but not interesting in a bad way. It was like, okay, let's see what they're about to give us. Let's see. And they were like, doll, I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like it. Those like business people like get somebody else to do it. Like <laughs> this is not working out for us. I and I don't <laughs> and I don't understand why. Um, the brand again with something that with with one collection that was debuted in March. What were the issues? And we saw the brand being worn on some, you know, high-powered people or famous people. Um, at the Oscars Vanity Fair party, we saw Hunter Schaefer in that um, amazing, scandalous, like, leather top that, like, you know, covered the nipples and, like, that skirt. It was one of those looks is like, oh, immediately, immediately on best dress look or, like, things that people are paying attention to. And we saw Kendall Jenner. And who, who also was wearing that? One of his looks. Um, oh, that that gay from <laughs> um, Elite. That's so rude. That guy from Leaf Manuel, I believe his name is. Um, I loved Elite, those first two seasons, three seasons. But then there was no plot. And there was like, hey, we just, we just in school fucking. And I'm like, girl... Okay, have some fun, but this ain't for me. I need, I need somebody dying. I need, I need the blood. I need like the plot, and 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 the steamy scenes. But like, if you don't have both, I'm out. Once, wait, am I about to spoil? I was about to spoil something. Whatever, the show's hell old as hell. Once Polo kicked the bucket, I was like, all right, last season, and they all graduated. I'm like, all right, we're out the door. Nah, see you later. But anyway, back to. Back to what we're here to talk about. This announcement, again, came this morning. Um, So we really haven't heard much yet, which is so interesting to me because I'm like, okay. I was like, before I recorded, it's now um, later in the day, later at night. So I'm like, okay, what happened? And for a designer to only produce one collection and to be fired so quickly, it makes me think, are we about to hear something a lot more scandalous about the designer is the brand trying to protect itself from something we're about to hear. But the thing about it is what we talked about cancel culture and fashion before they don't care that much until something is like defined and we know about it. And like, they're like, "Mm, how much does the population care about what this designer did? They are not firing someone that fast. So, it's so odd, and I don't think we'll find out what really happened unless in a few days it's like, oh, someone arrested, someone killed. Sh- oh, that's so rude of me. Um, hopefully we don't hear anything like that because that would be terrible. Um, fashion news, I'm not supporting death. I'm not supporting all those other stuff. I'm like, I need a plot. I need, a, I need to hear something because y'all, 
Andamelo, Andamelo, oh, that is so hard to say, like, when you're speaking very fast, because as y'all know, I speak too fast, so I'm like, <laughs> who am I talking about? Um, and the way that this is a solo episode, I'm laughing so much, narcissism is a great thing. Yes. Um, but really, I think... <laughs> Back to what we should be speaking about. I think it's, again, another unfair. Again, it seems like a young designer being taken advantage of. That's what it seems without any information. If we've learned some more about why they are no longer at the brand, I might have to be like, Simple as Media retract our statement about being on, on Lodovic's side. But at this stage, it's so odd because... He, his work with his namesake brand, he had a following. His his brand did well, is doing well. I know when um, his first collection dropped, a lot of people had some ideas. I know they were kind of somewhat angry about his work and what it kind of did to the legacy of the brand. But I think when you think about it, he was taking the the history of the brand he was taking like the house codes but just changing them into a different gaze on's work was still central which is very important for me to say because people like to speak as if she was creating like designs for someone in a box like high neck collar stiff and she wasn't but it was powerful her work and it was a great work you know she was a part of a part of the important Antwerp six, the Belgium six. And I think what he did with that first collection was interesting. And you can, if you look between his work and even um, some of her old designs, you can see the connections Um, because there's been a lot of creative directors like before him. So not like it went just from her to him, but the brand was doing some cool things, but it was not making as much noise, which again, hire the young, successful designer and see what's happening. Um, The only thing I truly think could happen is that it has to be, again, a business affair, a business issue, or we're about to hear some tea and someone did some really bad things, which again, I will hop back on this thing and discuss that recant my statement because him being fired i'm not even gonna say you know i'm not gonna say that's unfair i think it's odd because it makes me feel like something else is coming if there's nothing if there's no scandal if there's nothing illegal if there's nothing salacious then yes this is unfair because it's like you're putting so much on top of these young designers by asking them to save this brand and i think going through you know back up the domino it's what they were wanting everyone to do All these brands were expecting these designers to save them. These business partners were expecting these young designers to save them. And that is not fair at all. And when they don't do that fast enough, and like I said earlier, if they don't have that Tom Ford at Gucci effect, where like, boom, 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 sales go up, making $100 million in a year or whatever he did. It's like, they're like, okay, what's next? You have to let them kind of, you have to let them sit. You got to let them breathe. Got to let them, um, you have to let them find their lane, find their path. 
But especially with Lodovic, I feel like he could have found his path, his breathing. You know, he had people wearing the designs, you know, some high profile people. So it's like, what's the issue here? I don't know. But my mind is still running around. I'm still very, very curious. But I don't know, guys. I don't know. If anyone has any thoughts, make sure to share with us. I'm very curious about the great firing. <laughs> the great firing. That's what we're calling it. The great firing. Like in history books, fashion books, we're going to talk about it as a period where everybody get fired. Everybody losing their job. And their mama. No, that's rude. Eh, next. <laughs> All right, everyone. This has been a fun talk. I have a fun talk with me and my podcast mic alone. Um, but again, it was something that I just had to talk about. And I'm just so curious about. So thanks. Thanks for joining me. But before I go, make sure that you leave us a five-star rating and a review on all podcast streaming platforms. We are there. I would love it so, so much. And also make sure you, you know, talk to us on Instagram. Let us know what you're thinking about this episode. If you have any thoughts about what's going on with all these people and, the, you know, the great firing as I now coined it let us know because it's very very interesting i'm so curious and again make sure you follow us on symbol size media on instagram and tiktok and you can find me at Jaden wash okay alana do the homeless like prada yes queen <laughs>